Hey everyone, welcome back to Crush Your Day. I'm the host, Jamie Langham. All right, so if you're listening in real time, the countdown is on for Christmas. So Monday I did a podcast on like organizing your week and getting yourself, um, you know, set up for a little less stress to make sure you could get it all done. Today, because we're just a few days away from uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and I, I guess I'm making an assumption that the majority of you, that's where you're going to be seeing all the family, doing all the things, especially since it's on a weekend this year. It's uh, Saturday, Sunday. And I know that the holidays can bring up all sorts of anxiety, all sorts of stress. Sometimes you don't have the best relationship with extended family members. Um, It also, uh, you know, people gain a lot of weight around the holidays. And I'm going to address all of the things, how to kind of navigate through those that might help just a little bit. So I'm going to start off with the, well, let's start off with the the gaining the weight around the holidays. I'm just going to do a little refresher because I've done this around other holidays where I give you a few tips to make sure that we're not gaining five, seven, 10 pounds, uh, just, you know, in, um, in a short span. (laughs) So when you're approaching these holidays, so let's say that you have, when my kids were little, I had like sometimes uh, two Christmases on the same day, sometimes three, like we would pack in six and seven Christmases in like a three day span. And of course, what are, what is at all of the gatherings? every bit of food that you can imagine. And it's good, right? And it's Aunt Betty Sue's uh, potato salad that you only get once or twice a year. Or it's the uh, sweet potato casserole with 14 pounds of sugar, um, some pecans and some marshmallows thrown in for good measure. Or it's uh, Carol Lynn's uh, Christmas cookies that you only get once a year. Or it's the Buckeyes that Jamie makes. (laughs) And you only get those once a year. So, you know, you think you have to pop them and pop them and pop them. You don't. So I want you to remember, like plan ahead. If you know that you have two Christmases that day, and let's face it, guys, you know what your favorite stuff is, okay? So you know, so plan it. At grandma's, I'm going to have the sweet potato casserole, but I'm going to forego dessert at that one because let's face it sweet potato casserole is a dessert and at the next one I know that Kara is bringing my favorite pecan pie so I'm gonna have pecan pie at that one and I'm going to take it easy at the um during like the full meal time it Christmas comes once a year I am not saying do not eat all of the things, but maybe in the office break room, because you know you have two or three Christmases coming up just right around the corner, maybe you don't grab the white powdered cookies. Maybe you don't grab the peanut brittle, or you just take one piece, curb that craving, and then move on. You don't have to eat the platter. So 
Just strategize and think ahead. Don't go through the motions. Go in with a plan. When you go in with a plan, you are more likely to come out the other end a little less unscathed. Now, does that mean that your plan isn't going, is going to go perfectly and things aren't going to, um, you know, be thrown at you? No, it doesn't. So roll with the punches, pivot, don't beat yourself up. You're not like the worst person on the planet because you ended up having two helpings of sweet potato casserole. You're going to survive it. And here's what you're going to do. The next day, if you did overeat and you stuffed yourself, the next day you're going to do a HIIT workout. And I mean a full-on 30-40 minute HIIT workout where you just kick your own butt, make yourself sweat extremely high, a hit, a, a str- extreme amount. HIIT workouts, what it does is it raises your heartbeat, lowers it, raises it, lowers it, raises it, lowers it. And it does it in short intervals. And I'm telling you guys, whenever I um, have like an event like this where Christmas day, cause I'm going to go Christmas day. We're going to have ours at my house. And I always do, I do huge breakfast every Sunday anyways. Um, but I don't normally partake in them because I'm not hungry, so I don't eat, but I, I probably will on Christmas morning and I'll have homemade cinnamon rolls and we'll probably make uh, French toast and we'll make eggs and bacon and sausage. And maybe I'll even make biscuits and gravy. Like it, it'll be a big, big event. And then I'm going to go to my mother-in-law's and she always makes everybody's favorite foods. And, uh, you know, there's going to be all of the things. And yes, I'm going to eat some. But what I will do the next day, I will follow my own plan. Like I probably won't, uh, for breakfast, I won't have one of everything. I'll kind of pick like my favorite thing. I'll eat that. And then when I go to Kim and Mike's, I will, um, I, I know what the menu is. So I will pick you know, the things that uh, are my favorite things there and I won't overeat. But regardless, what I will do Monday morning is a HIIT workout. I will kick my arse. I will do high interval training and I'm telling you after while I'm getting ready, the only thing that I hate about um, HIIT workouts is that I sweat for like an hour after. But what does that mean? That means that it has my metabolism like on uh, overdrive, which is, which is good. All right. Now let's move to the, that was the physical part. Although, I mean, I would argue that the eating is more mental than it is physical too. But um, for the sake of a short podcast, we're going to talk about the mental part of the anxiety, the stress, um, being around all of the different uh, family members. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Um, maybe this is the first Christmas without them. And guys, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat that. that. That sucks. I mean, there is no two ways around it. It sucks. But it is about how you approach it. You could approach it that it sucks. And, and I'm not saying do not embrace the sad because you should. I just don't want you to live there. Maybe you take the approach that you're going to remember all the great memories. Like it really is how you're going to choose to go into it. And I'm talking about losing the loved one. That one's just tough. Um, But it really is how you choose, how you're going to choose to go into it. But let's talk about if you have like that family member that just knows the buttons to push. 
Now, they probably don't realize they know the buttons to push, but oh, can they push them? Like you just want to reach out and slap that person when they're talking. You like, it makes your anxiety high. So what I want you to do is I want you to sit and think, how can I go into this holiday season and not be miserable? Because at the end of the day, that person, they probably don't even know that you, that they just make your skin crawl. They probably don't even know it. So guess who's miserable in the situation? Guess who the only person miserable in this situation is? It's you. You're it. And it's all because you're sitting and stewing and thinking about how awful it's going to be, how terrible it's going to be. You have Uncle John who drives you crazy and and the kids are going to be running and screaming. And it's all about how we approach it, guys. It is all about how we approach it. So let's choose our thoughts wisely this Christmas. Let's choose our thoughts to be how lucky am I? to be able to spend time with family as crazy as they are. I don't even care if you add that in as crazy as they are or as frustrating as they are. I'm still very fortunate because I would be sad if they weren't here. You know, when we're living in the moment, everything is like so dramatized, right? Like it's, it's the biggest deal going on in our life. And we think it's just, we blow it out of proportion. It's just a magnitude of, you know, it's just the size of uh, Gibraltar that, you know, it's just awful. And then 10 years, you look back and you're, you might not even remember the moment. It really, in the grand scheme of things, isn't as big a deal as what we sometimes make it. And guys, the reason that I can Uh, speak on the subject is because, hey, I've gone into, uh, like, I don't, I love my family, but hey, there's been some years where I've gone into it thinking, oh dear, Jesus, please get me through it. Just please get me through it without me opening my mouth. Please. I need strength. I need strength like nobody's business. There has been years like that. And then I learned that technique where all I had to do is change my thoughts going into it. Like at the end of the day, I love my family. I love my extended family and I would be extremely sad if they weren't here. So, and I I promise you, I was the only one irritated and miserable. Everybody else was laughing and having a good time. And I'm just allowing the little things to drive me crazy. And then I didn't even remember them four, five, six years later because this too shall pass. So this Christmas, I want you to go into it with a different mindset. Now, maybe you love the holidays and your family is freaking awesome and you can't wait because you guys play games and you sing Kumbaya and everybody's happy and the world is beautiful and more power to you, sister. That is fantastic. I mean, that's how I feel this year. Like I'm super excited about it. I I love, it's going to be fun. Um, It's going to be, you know, it's going to be great. But 
if you're already dreading because your mother-in-law says crappy things to you and your uh, sister-in-law is snarky or you they always make you feel inadequate I want you to remember only you get to choose your reaction only you get to choose to feel inadequate only you get to choose to be offended by what your mother-in-law said only you get to choose to think that the voice of your sister-in-law was snarky only you it's all on you it's all how you approach it if your sister-in-law has a snarky sound to her voice you don't know maybe she stayed up all night wrapping gifts for her littles maybe something's going on at work maybe her and your brother had a knockdown drag out right before they came you don't know what's going on don't take it personal only you get to choose your reaction maybe your mother-in-law feels like she lost her son because you're such a freaking amazing wife and he's so happy and she feels like she's kind of lost a part of him maybe it's not about you at all maybe it's because you're amazing but she doesn't know how to process that she doesn't know how to because she's dealing with her own emotions with it her own loss maybe it's really not about you but what you get to decide is how you react to it I really want you to think about that this season whether it's a a flip or not a flip or a flop whether it's a flop or a success it really all comes down to you and how you're going to choose to view it So I'm going to leave you with that. And I seriously hope you have the merriest Christmas in the whole wide world. Like I hope that you take this advice. I hope that you go into it with newfound thoughts of this is going to be amazing. Now, one thing I want to make sure that you don't do is set the expectations that it's going to be amazing and then get disappointed because I'm here to tell you there could be some snarky comments there could be some crappy comments I'm hoping you're getting the point that it's how you're choosing to react to them it's how you're choosing to accept them that really matters it doesn't mean that everything is going to go off like a perfect Norman Rockwell painting it's, and I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, it's up to you to decide your reaction. So I hope you have the merriest of Christmas. And we will talk next week. I'll do it around goals next week. Uh, setting us up for 2023. So, don't forget. No one, absolutely no one, is going to determine your Christmas So make it amazing. And until the next time, guys, we'll talk soon.